0: Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report for a Friday. Congratulations. You made it to the end of the week. Eddie Pence and I are still on vacation. I will be back on Monday, July 2nd with a brand new show for you. But in the meanwhile, all week long, we've been giving you little mini shows, audio appetizers, we've been calling them, just to give you something to listen to while we're on vacation. It's been a mix of old and new. And today is all new. We've got all of the new movies coming out in the theaters this weekend. We'll take a look at all those. And Steve Ashton, our correspondent from the UK, was kind enough to send in a new update. Let's get to that now. Here is today's look at the entertainment news from England with our buddy Steve Ashton. And now, before we kick off our weekend, one last pleasant visit with our friend from the UK, Steve Ashton.
1: Oh, Ralph Garman, the man who makes T.T. Boy look like A.A. A. Milne. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. It's a good one. The latest episode of Carpool Karaoke got emotional recently as James Corden was joined by Sir Paul McCartney for a tour of locations that inspired the Beatles music. Have you seen it yet, Ralph? I did watch it, yes. So the Late Late Show host was led around Liverpool by McCartney as they tore through some of his most famous songs, including Blackbird and Drive My Car. However... It was a heartfelt rendition of Let It Be that left Corden in tears. And here's why. Well, I can remember, I can remember my granddad, who's a musician, Mm. and my dad sitting me down and saying, we're going to play you the best song you've ever heard. And I remember them playing me that. Really? If my granddad was here right now, he'd get an absolute kick out of this. So he successfully made the segment about himself. I noticed that, yes. Fuck off, you Walter Mitty wanker. <laughs> Now McCartney also explained the dream that initially inspired the lyrics for the classic song Let It Be and I'm not buying this for a fucking second uh, I had a dream in the 60s where my mum, you know, who died uh, came out to me came in a dream and was reassuring me saying it's going to be okay, uh, just let it be. I'm calling bullshit on that but do you know what, did you know he actually this is true, he also came up with the lyrics and title for oh, la Oblada oh, when he heard his dog Martha excreting on a hobo who peed himself whilst laying in a pool of vomit. (laughs) It would certainly explain that fucking awful song. Um, But in summary, in summary for for this segment, Ralph, fuck James Corden. I had to sit and watch that whole video about three times just to get the right clip for the clip that we just played. And it, it genuinely... And I'm being serious, it genuinely made me fucking apoplectic with rage. I need help. I desperately need help. I was, because the thing is, I was born in Liverpool and grew up listening to the Beatles. I'm a huge fan, I mean, especially of John Lennon. Um, and I have some kind of distant connection to the Beatles, which I'll tell you about someday. But it, for me, it's like he's fucking ruined the Beatles for me now, and Liverpool, and life. But moving on. uh, (laughs) Moving on. I can (laughs) see that you're well over it. (laughs) I'm going to have to self-flagellate later on. Now, he's been described as everything that's wrong with modern music. He's corporate, anemic, and without any artistic merit. Well, that's the description I give him, at least. But Ed Sheeran was performing in Cardiff last week and had to stop midway through a song to go and drain the snake. Or imagine, in his case, it's more like Waggle the Chihuahua's lipstick. I don't know. <laughs> now, he was performing his song Galway Girl and had to stop midway. Here's a quick clip. I was just... Um, yeah, I've never, ever done that in a show
0: in my life. But you know when you're just there and you're just like, oh, God, just, yeah.
1: Now, three songs later, the singing Maz Katana lookalike stopped in the middle of his song Photograph before telling the crowd, I'm so sorry, Cardiff, I'm running off. Uh, of to use the loo once more, but I can sympathise, Ralph. You know, hearing his songs makes me want to relieve myself of everything I've eaten in the past twenty-four hours. <laughs> Look, I've got to go, Ralph. I'm uh, having regression therapy. I want to erase any memory of hearing Corden in Liverpool, seeing Corden in Liverpool, or even just fucking imagining Corden in Liverpool. Enjoy the rest of your holiday, god damn it.
0: <laughs> Bye, Steve. And with entertainment news in mind, it is Friday. That means the new movies are in theaters this weekend. Let's take a look at what's coming out. It's a segment we call The Movie Beat. It's a big day for sequels. Let's kick things off with Sicario, Day of the Soldado. I don't know what that Soldado is, but that bait is no good, my friend. This, of course, is the sequel to the wildly popular drug cartel movie, Sicario. And returning. Star once again, Josh Brolin, Benicio del Toro. These guys have to team up to take on the Mexican drug cartels as well as the Mexican government because in this new Sicario film, in the drug war, there are no rules. The U.S. is just taking off the gloves. They're going after them just like they would the terrorists. That means more gunplay, more gun porn for you folks who like that sort of thing. Here's a little scene from the trailer of Sicario, Day of the Soldado. The president's adding drug cartels to the list of terrorist organizations. You can understand how that will expand our ability to combat them. You want to see this thing through? I'm going to have to get dirty. Dirty is exactly why you're here. You're going to help us start a war. With who? Everyone. Oh, We'll start a war with everyone, my friend. And then, los hombres malos, they will get what's coming to them. We will have revenge. I like the first Sicario film. This looks like more of the same. So I think that's a safe bet at the theaters this weekend. Our next film is also a sequel. It's called Escape Plan 2, Hades. Now, you may remember the first Escape Plan starred uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Stallone had one of those movie jobs that no one has in real life. He was a uh, security consultant who showed you uh, the weaknesses in your prison by going undercover inside the prison and then breaking out, which is something that no one has done ever. Well, he's back and he's doing it again. This time, no Arnold Schwarzenegger by his side, but Dave Bautista steps in as the giant mammoth of a man who helps him out. This time around, sly as Ray Breslin has to break out another client who's hidden inside this horrible prison. It's the world's best hidden prison called Hades. They call it a computerized techno-terror battle maze. <laughs> of course they do. Um, uh, this looks spectacularly bad. You know how much I love the bad. This looks like it may be exquisite. Here's a scene from the trailer. What makes you think he's there? His cousin shang was put on some kind of hit list. Then we gotta go in. Get him out. I had this acquaintance friend of mine. Big guy. I want in. And we made a plan. Sounds familiar? Freeze! Why, yes, Fitty sent, this does sound familiar. It sounds very familiar, because it seems to be a carbon copy of the first film. Except there's no Arnold to help him this time. He's on his own, you know. He cannot get out without me. Well, I don't know about that, you know. I think I'll be able to escape, because I have to have this guy who's going to do it. Um, this looks, uh, this looks awful. If I'm not mistaken, I think... It's only being released today on streaming, on-demand video, uh, Blu-ray, and DVD. I don't believe it's even going to be released in theaters. So, maybe that's a message. Maybe they're trying to tell us something. And lastly, if you know anything about the art of movie making, all the best films have been based on soda commercials. That is just true. Godfather, that was based on a Mountain Dew commercial. Uh, Jaws, I believe, was a Coke commercial before it was a feature film. And now we have Uncle Drew, the uh, film that is based on the Pepsi commercials featuring Kyrie Irving as uh, old man Uncle Drew, who is one of the greatest street basketball players ever. And so here's a film completely written around that concept. An excuse to get Kyrie Irving back in old man makeup, but they're adding his old man friends who get together a basketball squad to take on these young whippersnappers that would be uh, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal Chris Webber, Reggie Miller, Nate Robinson and Lisa Leslie all in old person's makeup showing the youngsters that the uh, 70 year old basketball players can still win because they're so much better so this is science fiction and it looks fucking awful here's a clip from the movie Uncle Drew
1: wait a minute now, what's going on? I use everything I got on this tournament. You lost our superstar to another coach What's that smell? Is that a grudge? This is the perfect opportunity for dads to meet Uncle Drew. The greatest blacktop player I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah, if you start making movies based on commercials, then you can go fuck yourself. I don't want to see the ever-ready bunny as a secret agent. I don't want to see the Fanta Girls as a, a team of superheroes. I don't want to see the origin story of Flo from Progressive Insurance. Just leave the fucking commercials out of the theater. It's bad enough we have to watch them before the movie comes on. All right, that's what's coming out in theaters this weekend. I'm Ralph Garman, and I walk the movie beat. That's it for today, boys and girls. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on Monday. That is July 2nd. I'll be back with an all-new show. If you've been listening for free all week, you can always become a member of the Garmy by signing up at patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. Have yourself a great weekend. Whatever you're doing, make sure you do it safely because I love you and I mean it.